My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And it's finally October. Spooky month is upon us. I think we can all agree that this year won't have some of the spooky things that we love, like trick-or-treating or... Okay, maybe some people like going to parties. I don't, but I hear that they're fun for <laughs> people who like that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there there won't be the dress-up opportunities. I will say about that. I was going online for my grocery shopping, my pickup grocery shopping, and I saw on my local stuff, Instacart, which is, like, the website for that stuff, mm-hmm. it was like, hey, we're doing we're doing deliveries for Spirit Halloween. <laughs> it's just so bizarre to me. It's just so bizarre because Spirit has a website with like free shipping, like for like thirty five dollars. It's like pretty good. Do you, you want it in two hours or do you want it in two days? These are the real questions. What am Your I gonna do? So might as well have it in two days and like have something to look forward to in like the future, not just so, right now. Isn't that funny, though? Like, well, I'm going to go pick up my groceries. I better Instacart Spirit Halloween while I'm Off-brand Halloween costumes of characters that are definitely not trademarked characters. So here, let me just say, like, Instacart's going to be a lot more pricier than the actual (laughs) store. So maybe just wait those couple of days. Just... I know it, I know there's a convenience. I mean, we all like Walmart-type situations where you can go buy everything all at once. But, like... (laughs) But it felt very 2020 when I saw that. Yeah. I was like, wow. You're like, oh, this is our life. <laughs> yes, this is what's happening this is, right this now. This is what we have become. <laughs> but it's still October, which means spooky month is upon us. And also, we started this podcast during spooky months. So it's also sort of like an anniversary of sorts coming up this month. But keeping in tune with spooky month we decided to uh you know check out something on the supernatural spooky i say with quotation mark (laughs) side uh with what turned out to be a much vaster uh universe of content in the lost tomb reboot otherwise known as the sound of providence and also all of the other shows that connect. And also for Amanda, accidentally, Candle in the Tomb, which is not part of the Lost Tomb series. No, it's got its whole other universe it's, of stuff. It's still pretty fun. I've, I've seen Candle in the Tomb. It's I mean, pretty fun. It's pretty fun. if we had, like, made this an archaeology-like yeah. genre, it would have yeah. worked out, but... Candle in the Tomb takes place in the 70s, and that was my first thought when I started watching Lost Tomb, was that, like, this could have been, like, Third Uncle's story, or, like, you know, like, okay, I'll just, like, retcon that in my head, and that's what I'm watching right now. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. It all fits. It all, it can fit if you want it to fit, but, um, (laughs) so, these shows are about, they're not really archaeologists. They started as novels, first of all. Yes. Um, They were sort of like China's Indiana Jones, but with more ghosts and such. Like Indiana Jones meets the mummy for these book series. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they, they're tomb explorers. Like, I can't even call them, like, grave robbers or anything, because that's, like, they sort of are, but that's not really what they're about at they're the same just, time. They're just, like, adventures. Yeah, they're explorers. They want to check out, find some ancient tombs, find some antiquities to preserve for future generations of Chinese youth to know their heritage. Um, they're basically tomb robbers. Um, but like, <laughs> but they're like the good guy shape. tomb robbers. Like yeah, they want to raid true. the tombs to stop the bad guys from raiding the tombs. But yeah. Quite like, often, before they do something, they all have to be like, we're in agreement, we're not stealing this one, right? Like, they have to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing the good things, swear. this time. So, the Lost Tomb reboot, otherwise known as The Sound of Providence, is currently airing. For anyone interested in the future, after listening to us chat, it is on Viki. They just added it. It's also on IQ... Y-E-I, how do you say, what is that? I-Q-I-Y-I? I-Q-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I
since I don't, don't speak Chinese, <laughs> and uh-huh. I, I could of course tell all these people are different, but then I was like, wait, these characters are the same. <laughs> like, yeah, especially if you're a little bit bad at names like me. Right. So like I wouldn't have like picked it up, but also because it does make it seem like the, each of the like series parts are very independent of themselves. Like it's just a story mm-hmm. in the same universe. Yeah. That's how it's kind of presented. So if you go in with that, you're like, I wait, oh, oh, this is the same person. Oh, okay. Well, unlike other than Fatty, like everybody's name kind of changes a little bit too. Like what they typically call them. So like in the Lost Tomb, Yang Yang's character is like, he's called like the young master a lot by the characters, like young master or little master or whatever. But he's never called that in the reboot. So I got used to that being what everybody called him. And then it was like they were calling him by his, like, real name in the reboot. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that guy. Like, you know, but because, like, they're older now, so they have different nicknames for each other or, you know, and stuff. And you're like, and his hair was oh. a little less emo, therefore. A little less. <laughs> he, got, he got a little bit of a trim. He <laughs> <laughs> was. It was so, I was like, man, I really miss emo, like, that character and the, like, super emo, like, anime hair that he had and everything. And then I think it was, like, episode three and there's, like, a big, like, water and stuff and he comes up out of this, like, oh, watery yeah, he's grave. Down, he's, he's, like, happy and he's, he's got, like, like, a knife yeah. and they're all like, okay, like. He's the emo crazy. <laughs> so another thing I was going to say about the universe is. Sinkholes, anything. If you throw a rock, there's going to be a tomb there. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter where you are. There's so many tombs. Littered with tombs. <laughs> like, and, and they never bat an eye really. Like, oh, it's a tomb, it's a tomb. Like, literally anywhere they go, they're just going to walk into a tomb. Yeah, and they just assume, they basically assume there's going to be, like, evil mummies in every tomb. Oh, because yeah. There's going to be some sort of like, trap. There'd be traps. According in this universe, China is rife with horrible traps underground to devise to murder you in every <laughs> single way. Do not go in cave hunting, cave exploring. Do not go spelunking in China. Like I'm just saying, hey, don't work in a tomb and then you'll because you're gonna have a sinkhole. I mean, we can continue talking about the reboot. I just wanted people to understand, like. It can throw you off if you're, especially if you're bad with names or if you're, you know, yeah. obviously not great with Chinese. It's like, oh. it's almost easier to just pretend that they're all different stories. Watch them independently. Like, yeah, they all have their own contained plots. So it's not like you technically need to know who but this person is. If, if you're into that type of thing, if you're wanting to even go prequel, the Mystic Nine is the first prequel of all of this stuff. And you there's the Mystic Astrology, which was like a web series with it, was The Lost Tomb. Lost Tomb 2, and then this reboot, which is also called The Sounds of Providence, and Reunion is sometimes thrown in there, too. So. <laughs> we just made this really hard. <laughs> yeah. I, we can even, I could draw a diagram for you guys. If, if you're the type of person that has to watch them all in order... That is the order that it happens in. Because I didn't know there were that many when we started agreeing to do this episode. Yeah, yeah I didn't either. I had I no clue. Either. I only knew about, like, 
the Lost Tomb 1 and the Mystic 9, which is a prequel that takes place in, like, I think the 20s or the 30s, something like that. Very pretty I, outfits in that one. Yes. The uh, the Mystic 9 is beautiful. Beautiful. It also has Lei Zhang in it, so he cross-dresses because he's a Chinese opera singer, so he plays a woman. The Chinese, it's just, oh, he's getting his out, the outfits. The outfits in the Mystic Nine and like the like the production like the like the set design and everything is it's so good. It's so good. You don't have to watch all those shows in a row, but the people who are all into them and there's also novels. And if yeah. we went through it all the connections too quickly for you, if you go to my drama list and you look up the lost tomb, it will tell you on there all the ones that are connected yep. like and you could just literally click all the titles and it'll take you to those pages and, and there are more than that that i didn't even mm-hmm. there's like for. tomb of the sea and there's mm-hmm. uh, something else i don't know oh. there's a lot of them there's oh. like six seven eight this is a something. universe it's so, a whole universe so if you like okay, it so you got lots to watch there's the mystic nine then there's the mystic nine sign stories there's they're the quad the tetralogy, so there's like a series of just like side stories. That's also on Viki. Then there's the Lost Tomb, the Lost Tomb Two, the Lost Tomb Three Ultimate Chronicles, Tomb of the Sea, the, the, the Tibetan Sea Opera, and Sound of Providence. And, and there's, there's going to coming. be a Sound of Providence too. So clearly <laughs> these are very well received by people who like them. And I'm going to be honest, I love Mystic Nine. While I'm only three episodes in on the Sound of Providence, I am quite enjoying it. I think that it's a, a fun a fun time. It's the sort of show that I like, though. You don't need too much of a brain to enjoy it. You just need to like watching dudes run around in dank caves with random monsters. Well, so for and, me, The Lost Tomb, that's all to the title. The Lost Tomb. I wasn't really feeling it much, but that's oh, because yeah. it didn't feel like there was much character motivation. Mm-hmm. It felt like we're running around for the sake of running around. Like, but it was even like, then yeah. there are points where like, we're just going to sit here <laughs> for a while. <laughs> oh, the monster came for two seconds. Okay. <laughs> oh, then I'm going to just say, don't go for candle in the tomb. Because <laughs> let me tell you, conversations. Like, long, like, literally five minutes. I'm, like, doing, like, a, okay, Google, skip a minute. Okay, Google, skip a minute. Okay, Google, skip a minute. Yeah. It, like, five times. And they're still talking about their plans. And then they, like, <laughs> and then they wind up, like, throwing dice to make a decision. Like, why did you talk for five minutes? If you're, and they throw the dice to make the decision. And as the dice are falling, they look up and see on the horizon the thing that they were planning to go to deciding whether they should keep going or not i'm like so that whole scene was completely pointless like i'm just like oh you guys are killing me it had really good aspects but like yeah there was a lot of chatting when the action is actioning thumbs up it's pretty good but yeah this is candle in the tomb i'm talking about now uh when the action is actioning it's great uh when we're trying to get into the deep pathos of the characters it's unnecessary because that is not why we're here to watch this show, okay? We want to see them fight monsters. Yeah. 
I yes. wasn't in it for the monsters. I did it for the tombs, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, the Lost Tomb, I really enjoyed probably the first six or seven episodes. And then the last two episodes were basically just set up for the second season. So they served no real purpose to that season. And there was a lot of chatting, a lot, a lot, a lot of chatting, not a lot of action. And then it was like, and we're done. There wasn't a very satisfying climax, put it that way. It was just like, okay, hope you tune in next week for the next season. Bye. <laughs> and then, oh, okay. And the next season was like, the second part is like 30 episodes. And I was like, okay, listen, 10 episodes, 10 episodes is cool. I'm not sure I'm in it for another 30 right now. So. That is a jump. It's a jump in an episode yeah. to do that. I was like, well, when I looked at all the different lists and I was like, oh, there's like, you know, eight of these things. No problem. I mean, if they're all like 10 to 15 episodes, like that's not pro. And then it's like 40 and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> like maybe later, because I do like this kind of drama. And I like to, they are kind of the sort of thing you can have on in the background while you're like cooking or doing other stuff. So I'll probably will watch them all eventually, but like not all and at I, once. I can definitely see with your sons, like even in the background, like if you're, oh, yeah. if you were playing like Settlers of Catan and like the Lost Tomb or the Lost Tomb 2 was in the background, you're good. Like, yeah. 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 Well, I watched. Candle in the Tomb and Lost Tomb I watched on YouTube, which is really nice and, like, easy for, we've got one of those, like, Google things, screens in our kitchen, so you can just, like, voice command to it and, like, okay, find this, and then it plays, so I just will have it playing while I'm in the kitchen, and today I had something playing, and my son comes in and goes, is this that one with the, like, the tombs and the things and the this, and I was like, no, like yes, but no. But, yeah, this is a different one with tombs and things and stuff. So, but same thing. Like, yeah, my sons like to like they'll walk in and they'll kind of watch it for a bit and then they'll go do something else. But like yeah. they kind of enjoy seeing it, but like they don't feel like they have to like sit down and get completely involved in the whole plot because all they want to do is see monsters and chase scenes. So like. Okay, it's good. I saw that. Now I'll walk away again for a bit. Yeah, it's weird the the years on these. I was just looking that up. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a release order to this series, and then there's a chronological order to the series. So the chronological order is the Mystic Nine, the Lost Tomb, the Lost Tomb Two, Tomb of the Sea, and then the Sound of Providence. Okay, so like Lost Tomb came out in 2015. Uh, the Mystic Nine was 2016, 2016. but then it was then a jump to 2019 for the. No, so it goes. It went the Lost Tomb in 2015, then the Mystic Nine in 2016, then Tomb of the Sea in 2018, and then the Lost Tomb Two in 2019, and then just recently, The Sound of Providence. Or and that's where it's 3. weird if it's like between the Lost Tomb and Lost Tomb Two. That's a four-year difference. Yeah. Man, this this is very complicated. I did not know what we were getting into. <laughs> no, when we agreed to do this, we it. thought it was pretty straightforward. We yeah. just were like, we're gonna do like, you know, kind of. I didn't of even realize not because we've already done spooky, and then here we are. <laughs> I didn't even realize that this was related to the Mystic Nine when we <laughs> were like, hey, this looks like fun. Um, this is a it's a complex timeline. <laughs> so. In my opinion, the reboot or reunion, Sound of Providence, whatever you want to call it, mm. 
pacing is way oh. better. Yes. For sure. Yes. And the characters have actual motivation for the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's so right. that's good. Right. Yeah. So, like, I was actually very involved. Like, I really, I was fine with the other ones, but to me it feels like more of a passive watch for sure. Definitely, if you're an adult and need to be doing a couple more things, maybe be doing those things. But with the Sound of Providence, it was like, oh, okay. Like, this pacing, this is what I was wanting. Yeah. Like, I was watching episode three today, and I actually, like, sat while I was eating my lunch and, like, just sat and watched it. Like, usually I'm doing other stuff, and I was like, oh, I just want to watch it. It felt more like a true action series that wasn't trying to always play off the the comedic like it's it was a little bit like more grown up it was like Mm -hmm. lost tomb was for like the young adult crowd and then like this one is for like everybody yeah yeah well it definitely like i felt like the lost tomb started out with a bigger bang than providence did but um once you got past sort of that initial scene I like the sort of like grumpy old people feel of the characters in mm, Providence that yeah. they're kind of world weary and like yeah they they've, uh, they've definitely got like I'm too old for this shit like yeah, vibe yeah. to them which is kind but, of like, cool still, for like being a like a relic show like I feel like that's yeah. kind of fits the tone like mm-hmm. Lost Tomb was it started off like a literally like an episode of NCIS LA. And then just change. And <laughs> you're like, what's going on? Okay. And then it kind of almost felt like lost puppies with their really competent friend and then their awesome sure. uncle who can All do- <laughs> college buddies who just decided that after they graduate, this is what they were going to do. Yeah. Start backpacking. <laughs> Tomb raiding <laughs> instead of backpacking Europe. Okay. See what All right, I guess. Like, for a lot of you... It's like, for example, for, like, the Lost Tomb reboot, it's just, like, it's their job, right? Like, for the Sound of Providence, it's, like, a guy comes with a job, and that's and that's just, like, the... It's not even the inciting incident. It's just, like, the inciting incident to what happens in that episode. Like, it's not even the main plot that, like, you get into after this sort of, like, okay, we're gonna show you the tone of the show that we're watching. That's what episode one is doing. This is not really related that I can tell so far to what's coming after. But, like, we just want to show you the tone of this show and these characters. However, if we go back to, like, the Mystic Nine, which is chronologically the first one, there's an actual inciting incident that, like, happens when is a mysterious ghost train rolls into town that nobody knows where it came from. It's all boarded up, and all the windows are covered in blood, and there was no train that was supposed to come in. And so that's how it begins. That sounds amazing. <laughs> no, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Like, I, when I found out this was related to the Mystic Nine, I was like, holy shit. Like, I love so the Mystic Nine. Is that, like, the grandfather? Like, how does it connect? So it connects that They're all related to these nine families. So the Mystic right, Nine right, are related okay. to these families. And the Tomb Raider, the main character, is the only descendant left of these nine families. Okay. So what you're telling me is we should have just focused on Mystic Nine. <laughs> Mystic Nine Mystic and the new one. I only realized today that they were related. <laughs> 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 like the first 
Viki too. The Mystic Nine is totally on Viki, so you can. It's on Viki for every level. So you as far as is that where Natalia watched it? Probably not. Okay, I watched it before it was on Viki. (laughs) (laughs) I watched it before it was. It's cool. <laughs> no, I, uh, I watched it before it was on Viki, and it's hella good. So I think what's interesting, because I went, I found the fan wiki for this universe. Like, because I was yeah. like, what the crap is going on? I could see this being a show that has that. There's like a whole, there's a whole like spiritual background to like, there's like the background of the families that all come together in the Mystic Nine. And it's like, it's very complicated. For all intents and purposes, there is one main character, the main protagonist, and as far as for the Lost Tomb and onward. And he, yeah, so he's like the last descendant. But the thing is, his family doesn't want him to be in the business of tomb raiding, essentially. But then he ends up doing it anyway. And that's, it's funny that for a couple of the shows, that's like a, plot point kind of like well we don't really want you to do this like just let he's already gone on like however many things like just let him be like please he obviously this is what he's gonna do anyway he's obviously destined for it okay right like i did laugh in the um in the new series uh in providence when his like uncle is like you need to make babies and carry on the name. And he's like, oh, uncle, you're still young. You can, like, you can do it for me. Go and he's like, listen, like, I'm still young. Like, there's time. And he's like, you're almost 40. <laughs> go knock somebody up. Already. And he's like, yeah, uncle, you're only 60. Go knock somebody up yourself. Like, I don't, uh, I don't want to. You know, I appreciated that. I also really appreciated, especially, like, in The Lost Tomb, that the character of Fatty, which I hate calling him that, but that's what he tells people to call himself. So, okay, cool. That the fat character is the, like the most competent. He's like it, really good at fighting. He's like fast and strong and smart. And like, he's still kind of goofy, but like in the last tomb, especially he's like, he's better than a, a lot of the other people. And it's like, you often get that in Asian dramas where the quotation fat character is like competent, right? But also, when you get to the sound of Providence, that is no longer the case. No. (laughs) His character is stupider. Uh, So, like, that was my one issue with episode one of the sound of Providence was world weary, competent, essentially grave robbers. Yeah. All of a sudden, when they were in the middle of being in a tomb, they start jacking around and, like, playing lightsabers. Lightsabers? Flashlights. Okay, I will admit, that was actually a very impressive lightsaber fight using flashlights. They committed (laughs) to the bit. They committed. So you gotta get to that. The wrong time and place. Yeah. (laughs) You know me, I like fun, but I was like, not in this moment, dude. And of course, because you're watching, you're like, this is going to make something happen because you're being an idiot. And sure enough, something happened. I I was like, eh, you got to be competent. The the archaeologist in me, my my archaeology degree cries a little every time I, with every episode, you're like, no, why are you, I, oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
so many things. You're like, mm-hmm, okay, uh-huh, nope, this is fine, this is fine. Yeah, so th- that group, this, these shows aren't for you. Just don't even watch them. Like, <laughs> that is definitely the group of audience that you just stay away. So if it's if it's too much for you, if you can't handle, you know, Indiana Jones, this is, like, worse than that. So, like... Stay yeah. away. But, yeah. like, if you're able to suspend your disbelief and, like, it, it's been a long, long time since I'm, I was on an archaeological dig, I'm, I'm past that now. I can just enjoy the fun. It's kind of like when an active nurse or doctor watches a medical show that didn't try very hard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that in The Lost Tomb or Candle in the Tomb? They actually, I think it was Candle in the Tomb, they actually have, like, a group of archaeologists and like yeah there's sort of a a semblance of like we we've, we've brought like tools and things with us and we're actually gonna set this up like it's a dig with like and it was like oh hey good for you and then I mean it all just went to crap but like still <laughs> at least they try. pretended like it you get little... a sticker <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that that is another thing that kind of comes up throughout what I saw was the characters' roles, you can't really tell what they're up to because you know that they are, quote-unquote, trying to protect the antiquities somehow. But sometimes it seems like they will discover the thing and, like, fight something in the process of it. Mm-hmm. But then they'll be like, well, hands off now. We're going to go let the experts handle it. Like, then then they'll tell pretty much the organization that's in charge of stuff like that. It's like, well, we're done. And they'll let yeah. those other people handle it. Like, I always thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, it didn't feel like a very rewarding job to them, in my opinion. And I wasn't no. meaning, like, sell it for money, but, like, hard work and then they leave is what it often felt like to me, mm-hmm. which I kind of found funny. So did anybody else um, in Providence, when they went down in that sinkhole in the business and there was all those hanging caskets, anybody else think vampires? Because I seriously, oh, I, I, I was like, I was like, no, no, it was just, yeah, just random goop. poison. But it would have been random fun. poison. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't put it past this show to pull out something vampiric. Yeah, or yeah, loosely alludes to but it. I feel like vampires aren't really a. It's not a thing. I feel like maybe more of like a siren or something because the whole concept of sound. It seems yeah. to be a thing like that's one of the things that I I'm kind of digging and I'm kind of into with the new one is like I want to see where they're going because it feels like they're connecting some dots it feels that, like there's a plot yeah it feels like there's yeah. a plot mm-hmm. <laughs> like expecting plot right like that it's not just this thing and then this thing and then this thing it's like yeah they're following a trail and and yeah. even that sort of one-off sinkhole story feels like it could be possibly connected because there was a whole sound element with them being members of a band. So like you feel like either it's a setup, like just a, like, Oh, we're talking about sound, you know, and it is one off, but like you could maybe see how maybe that will come back around at some point or something. So I I I really enjoy how they have in the first three episodes set up that there's actually like, so the uncle, one of the third uncle is missing. And then the second uncle goes to where they think they uncovered, like, oh, a big conspiracy. And is like, oh, yeah, they missed, they actually missed the actual 
conspiracy going on in the next room yeah. that they didn't discover the second, you know, like hidden room. So I always, I really like plots that do like, uh, like when characters are hiding information from one another. I don't know. I just, I really like that where it's like, Oh, when's the big reveal going to happen? <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, also nice having characters that are fallible. Yeah. To some extent. Like, these guys aren't all-knowing by any means. No. Which is the reality, and it's always really annoying when a character, like, knows more than they should, and you're like, but why do you know, why do you know this? Like, where are you getting this information? Why do you know, well, like, when you've got these, um, like, archaeologists or history experts, and they literally know every single story and every detail of every history, and you're like, Really? Because, eh, like, no. Most people just specialize in one really specific, exactly. like, dream. Yes, <laughs> I know a lot of, like, generalities about, like, Greek and Roman history, but, like, my focus was on literature, so I'm not going to be able to tell you everything about, like, every pot I see or whatever, right? Like, that's not how that works. <laughs> And also, I was really excited to watch it because Baron Jen is in it, but he hasn't appeared in the first three episodes. So I'm like, I guess I got to keep watching it to get, <laughs> to get it my fix. always happens. Yeah, we like watch something for a And like, I saw like, like, a, like a still, like a still of a show, like of him in the show, and he's looking fine. So I'm like, give me the chin. Give me the chin. <laughs> I want him. But uh, no, I'll have to keep I have watching, to I guess. I would really have liked if Yang Yang was still playing that um, that third character that um, in the new one, just because I really like Yang Yang and like be nice to like see him play with you know these other you mean actors. The Green Lantern character, not Green Lantern, Green Arrow. He was the yeah. his little hood yeah, thing yeah. That reminds me. The, of like the superhero character, the the mystical anime superhero character with the magical tattoos and the well that's actually explained in the mystic nine <laughs> if you go back to okay okay that was one of the things on i there. wondered was because <laughs> they don't explain his character at all in the lost tomb like he's just there Don't and be nuts. mystical and you're like at any point ever are we gonna get yeah, well, an explanation like, the frustrating part of that was like the main character guy kept asking he would straight up ask his uncle like hey about this mystical dude can we talk about him a bit because like he's kind of crazy no i don't know anything it's like oh my gosh then why are we even talking about it if you're not gonna tell us yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a uh a, a family uh trait uh supernatural tattoo situation uh yeah and then also the two longer fingers thing did you guys catch that no no mm. okay so they talk about it in the, in the lost tomb like kind of i don't remember first or second episode and then they definitely focus on his fingers for a second when he finally shows up in the new one so it's all about the the index finger and the middle finger have been, like, they're longer, they're extended, so they hmm. can, like, and they're extremely strong, and that's what they talk about in The Lost Tomb, is, like, that you could go through an entire tomb just with those two fingers. And what they were meaning by that was 
those two longer fingers are extremely strong and they're able to trip all the traps and like hmm. solve them huh. and stuff. And so that's huh. all right. So, so even in the new one, when he's doing something with his fingers, they like focus on how long his fingers are and like that's a he thing. has Yahweh hands. <laughs> <laughs> but only those two fingers. And that was one of the things I found. I mean, not weird, because I think Providence is, like, 32 episodes or something, so it taking a little longer to get there isn't a big deal, but, like, his character doesn't show up until, like, the third episode, and I was like, yeah, he's gonna get here sooner or later, right? But then, like, he magically pops up, and he's like, oh, hey, you're here? Like, yeah, okay. He's just sort of like, oh, hey, cool, you're here, cool. The guy just pops up out of nowhere all the time so yeah i i'm gonna stick with probably watching the new one because i think yeah it's pretty- I, yeah though i do recommend yeah. the mystic nine is good i don't think i'm gonna stick with providence but i now want mystic nine so maybe i'll <laughs> check out at least the first episode so yeah oh it's mystic nine is a fun time but like oh, listen i you know yeah. me i'm real easy to please give me some good looking dudes and some shoot 'em ups and like we're you know I'm well, happy. What more? I don't want to do more. That one, there is more like supernatural stuff. Oh, I think we didn't mention here on the podcast. Okay. So the novels have more supernatural things. In yes. Them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for censorship reasons, all gets changed. And even I think kind of there might even be a slight difference between what they call their profession in the novels and kind of yeah. how they about their profession in the shows. In, the novels are called the Grave Digger, the Grave Robber Chronicles. And they definitely do not refer to themselves as grave robbers on the show. That's for sure. They're a little bit more open with what they're doing in Candle in the Tomb, which isn't related. It's like the other series. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're, they're a little bit more open with, they are just robbing tombs. Um, but like in this one, they keep it pretty, you know... We're doing this to preserve the memories of our past for future Chinese citizens. Like, yeah, I there's you can, a you can bit see of the hand of the government in it. You know, yeah, like in, many Chinese shows. In the Lost Tomb, I mean, they're up against this like other team or whatever that's also trying to rob stuff. So, like, he does have that like that altruistic sort of like we are trying to rob the rob these Chinese tombs before foreigners can rob the Chinese tombs. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, okay, I guess. And he does, like, I mean, that first story, he, you know, gets a relic and he turns it into, like, a university or a museum or whatever. So, like, he is trying to, like, preserve these things theoretically, but they also wind up tripping a lot of, like traps and stuff that often cause like cave-ins and like loss of all of the things they were trying to preserve. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. So yeah. The Mystic Listen. is 48 episodes long. Yes. Put okay. that out there. <laughs> we'll wait <Yeah>. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's and a I'll good 48 episodes. <laughs> I will say, um, one thing that with the new series, anyway, I, I notice it a little bit in the older ones too, but like one thing about tomb robber shows is that they tend to be dark. 
because they're in a cave all the time. So sometimes it's hard to see what's going on. You need to like turn the brightness on your screen way up and hope for the best. And in the new one, they do a lot of like hand cam, shaky camera work Mm -hmm. action to like add to the scary. And it just winds up being like, like I need to stand back from the screen and I'm like, (laughs) I really am not sure what's going on right now. They're clearly being attacked. But between the shaky hand cam and the earthquake that's happening and the attack, I'm not entirely certain what's going on, but I know it's bad. So (laughs) hopefully they get out alive and then they do. And then you're like, okay, cool. But it's dark and shaky. And so if you, if you get easily queasy or headachey from that kind of thing, just putting that out there for you. I will also say, like, since I have not watched the entirety of any of the series, since mm-hmm. I just watched, like, a handful of episodes, um, I was trying to figure out kind of the line of character death, essentially. Because, I mean, they get into life-threatening situations a lot, to where yeah. I was kind of wondering, when are we going to lose somebody? So even in the new one... First episode, like, all of a sudden there's this, like, super deadly poison. It seems like super deadly poison. Yeah. That ends up affecting a fair amount of people. And then it's, like, pretty much later on it's alluded, no one died. It's like, yeah. oh, so it's that type of show <laughs> to where, yeah. like, you kind of get built up to where, oh, someone's going to, yeah. Oh, okay. So Nobody we're a little died. bit more safe than I was thinking. I, I was thinking the stakes mm. were a bit higher. Yeah, you keep, like, you're like, okay, well, this guy's clearly expendable, so he's going to die. And then he doesn't die, and you're like, oh, okay, (laughs) good for you. Like, there's an awful lot of red shirts in these shows that don't die. And you're like, hey, all right. That's, like, I remember very clearly thinking that in Candle of the Tomb. I was like, there's only three of them going into this tomb. There's, nobody's expendable, like. They're all main. What are we going to do? And then they all lived and you're like, okay. And then the next time, oh, now we've got expendable people. And still most of them lived. And you're like, <laughs> and then they finally had a big denouement and like everybody dies. And then it was like all a dream or something. And everybody <laughs> lives. And you're like, okay. That's yeah. Candle in the Tomb kind of loses its plot thread like three quarters of the way through. And you're like, what the fuck is happening now? <laughs> Um, yeah, Candle of the Tomb ended really, I remember watching the last episode and being like, the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) I did like the the fact that it was in the 70s, that they kind of did like a grittier, grainier thing with it. And I did, I enjoyed that aspect of it. But the nice, crisper providence is a lot nicer. I will say to female characters. So like, it's basically... Very male-centric, very heavily male-centric, but there are a number of female characters, and so far, they're all pretty kick-ass and, like, competent. They're good at what they do. In The Lost Tomb, there's, like, three or four main female characters who generally only have, like, a a three or four-episode story arc, but they're good at what they do. They're competent. They're helpful they're you know 
they're the mist the mystic nine has more female characters than the other ones do i will say that oh, so far there's actually an entire an entire like clan that's sort of more matriarchal in the mystic nine that has a lot of influence in their little area so so even if you're just watching the first couple of episodes i did wish for more female characters yeah. for sure mm-hmm. and i kind I, of did not that it was too, I don't too think... macho all the time, but there was definitely moments of a character would get scared and it'd be like, man up. Like a lot of that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'm done with that. Like There's mm-hmm. a lot of boys clubby. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm pretty sure in the first three episodes of Sound of Providence, there was only one woman on screen and she didn't have, it was for like 30 seconds and she didn't have any lines. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm hoping maybe that changes, but... Well, okay. I don't know if we're thinking the same girl, but, like, at the end of, like, episode three, there's, like, yeah. the Grand Master, and they go to see the Grand Master, and they're talking, and you're yes. thinking it's going to be this old person, and it's this super, like, punky, like, tattoo... Ta- shit, tattoo like, artist lady. And and you're like, okay, I she's sen- going to be interesting. Like, I, I, sense, I sense something cool from that. Like yeah, down yeah. wearing like clog sandals, like holding a tattoo gun, like yeah. And then and then Fatty tries to like talk down to her, and the other guy's like, no, 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 don't work with her. <laughs> when I like, see a character like that, you're like, I sure hope you're gonna stick around, but yeah, you never know. But you're right. not in the poster, so I bet you don't. <laughs> right. Like, uh, I, I do think that, especially if the Mystic Nine, like, had a matriarchal, like, family and stuff, right, like, yeah. they could have put that through way more. Yeah. And I guess I didn't say this. I'm a really big fan of the Indiana Jones series, so, like, this is usually my type of thing, too, but just some of them weren't grabbing me quite as much. But definitely, The Sound of Providence, I was like, ah, the pacing. This is the type yeah. of pacing I'm hoping for. And then it does sound like Mystic Nine was probably would have been up my alley too a little bit more see i really like movies like the mummy so i'm you know they've already got me you know they're just yep. like if they promise me they're gonna fight some monsters i'm like all right i'll give i'll give you the benefit of the doubt give me give me the goods give me the goods. oh and about the monsters i think something that's neat watching it as a western person mm-hmm. is a lot of this is stuff that i haven't you know i i don't know mm-hmm. much about even the way the tombs are set up, like, mm-hmm. oh, all these bells and stuff. Like, that's not something that we have seen in our Western movies quite yeah. as much. But even the way, like, this creature was kind of created with this other thing attached. So, I mean, yeah, we don't see that much in the stuff that we were raised on. So I thought that was pretty cool. So anytime there is a monster that you finally see, it's like, whoa, like, that's kind of new to me. Mm, yeah. I did fully get a jump scare in episode three when the, like evil snake thing jumped out and I knew it was coming but still somehow it jumped out and I was like ah (laughs) but I knew I knew I'm like they're talking about sea creatures and snake kings and there's water here like there's definitely going to be a giant snake but still when the giant snake showed up it still it still got you still got it still got (laughs) you I could have seen the first like Lost Tomb being better as like a each episode is kind of a one-off like you yeah. know monster of the week type thing 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that they didn't do fun. that. No. Because it's almost, like, they almost went there, and then they didn't, and then they, yeah. <laughs> the pacing, the pacing is really bad. And I did, I did have one other wondering with, like, so considering the censoring of the shows, but then also kind of the way they do discuss, like, we're saving the artifacts for future generations and all this stuff, it does... It made me wonder if they did kind of get grant money or if the government kind of put the fire under them for some of these shows as far as, like, getting kids interested in history or, you know, museums I wouldn't, I wouldn't all that stuff. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Because there was definitely at the beginning of the new one where it was the flashback to when he was a kid and with his uncle and all this stuff and it showed the big excavation site and they tried to make it look like really cool and busy mm-hmm. with all this stuff. I was like, ah, a kid would think that was pretty darn cool. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to be that now. Cause that's what Indiana Jones did for a lot of us. Like, oh, I, I want to do what he's doing. Except that what no. he was doing was well, robbing antiquities. But <laughs> literally when you, when you take your first, like, archaeology or anthropology class in in university that's pretty much the first thing that the professor says is like if you're here because you love indiana jones it's not like that there's a lot of paperwork (laughs) it's really boring a lot of the time most of the time all you find is like tiny little like pieces of pottery that are the size of your fingernail and look like garbage but like that's what we do if you don't like it, you should go find a different course. <laughs> You're like, I guess I'm still staying here. Okay. But but I could see some like Chinese kids being like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna major in. Yeah, antiquity. Yeah. Like that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> not always exciting guys you're you're gonna do a lot of like walking through the market looking at stuff and wondering if it's real like and using your supernatural power yeah well <laughs> sadly i did not get that power i mean well, maybe not so sadly but like yeah <laughs> so yeah that's the universe yeah oh it's, yeah, it's complicated it's more complicated than we knew going yeah. into it mm-hmm I saw people discussing either, like, the possibility of an anime. Like, mm. the waters are deep with this universe. <laughs> it's really popular. And There's I, I a- like the universe. And I like the characters. So I do like the characters. So I'm willing to watch them in different scenarios, which is helpful. Also, so it is, based on, it is based on a book series, as we said. And... The book series, the first six books have been translated into English, and you can get them on Amazon. Oh, there you go. Or your local independent bookstore. Yeah, if they have them. (laughs) It's preferable, but this is one of those, like, things that are kind of, would be difficult for most people to find, even at their... Yeah, probably. Yeah, some independent booksellers, though, they will be like, if you request something, they'll be like, okay, well... We'll order it for you. Yeah. Yeah. We have action figures. And when I say action figures, like the fancy, really expensive, one of them of Yang Yang, like in his 
not wearing a shirt. Like there was definitely oh, oh, of course, a of course. beautifully sculpted. I'm <laughs> sure. But the type of action figure that like actually looks like the person and costs like five hundred dollars, yeah, like yeah. nice, easy. And I even saw. I don't remember. Is it called Nedroids? The one, the, the Japanese anime-looking ones. Do you know what I'm talking about? The smaller cutesy ones. They have what? They have that version too of some of the characters as well. I kind of kept on falling down the hole of this universe. Like there is a lot of stuff and so much stuff to watch, so much merch to buy. Well, this has been the first of the spooky season for the certified Nunas. Not as spooky as, but you know, we're we're doing we're doing we're we're doing our best. Uh, anyway, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can listen to us wherever you listen to us now, but we are also always on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Amazon po- Podcast, Amazon Podcast, uh, Google Play, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, and of course, all of our episodes are on our website, certifiednunas.com. If you want to become an official sponsor of this podcast, you can go to ko-fi.com slash certifiednunas to become a part of the official certified fam. And we love all of our fam over there on Coffee who keep the lights on, as it were, for our podcast. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed listening, and we hope that you have a fantastic week and a fantastic spooky month, but a safe and fantastic spooky month. So remember, <laughs> wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, wear a mask. All right. And you can, hey, it's spooky season. You can wear a spooky mask now. So <laughs> there you go. Plus. Plus side. Anyway, I hope you have a fantastic week and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. Bye. Bye.